And this episode of Hatrick Hockey is brought to you by our good friends over at Clarou and Son Roofing. These guys are the kings of roofing, Tristan, like we say, the kings of roofing. These guys last summer alone, over 25,000 bundles of shingles done. They're fully insured. They offer free estimates. The work they do is incredible, and they always get the job done right the first time. So be sure to hit up the boys over at Clarou and Son Roofing because, like we always say, when you want your roof done, call Clarou and Son, baby. Mm-hmm. Don't Well, coming behind enemy lines today a little bit, Tristan, explain to everybody who we have on with us today. All right, gladly. Thanks, Ant. So today, welcome back, everyone. Uh, we welcome to the show a young man from Sarnia who recently single-handedly brought a team on a deep playoff run. He, even to this moment, with five games less played than everyone around him, has faced the most shots in the PJHL playoffs. That's nuts. His save percentage also oh. ranks second among starters in the playoffs with a 944. <laughs> we welcome to the show Moortown Flags goaltender, John Chartrand. John, you, how are you doing, buddy? Thank you guys for having me. Much appreciated. Dude, that is crazy. Some of your numbers are still sticking. Yeah, it's... Uh... I mean, I haven't looked at it too much, but I have uh, I have looked at it. I like to see the minutes up there, and I wish they could have kept climbing a bit, but mm-hmm. team effort, though, all the way through. The, the shot, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There, Mr. Yeah, Michelin, man. Yeah, well, uh, even our first round, I mean, like, we were neck and neck with Blenheim all year, like, just battling between that fourth and that fifth spot. And uh, even that first game, that double OT, 60 shots, and I think that's kind of when I – clued in i was like oh um, we're in for one here mm-hmm. i mean same with that blenheim goalie like he got pumped too right so i think mm-hmm. they blenheim had 60 we had like 56 that's just, crazy yeah, <laughs> yeah. i was, i actually can't like i i i heard about you because when you guys played in essex this year i don't think you got to start in the regular season no so we were no. it was a different perspective i'm coming i'm like thinking like oh, okay more town they're Whatever, you know, they, they were about middle of the road in the division. They were they were good. They weren't bad. They beat everyone they needed to beat. And and I'm looking and I'm like, how are they up beating? Like, Blenheim beat yeah. Essex the last three times they faced each other. Yeah, and I, I was like, like twice in one week. And yeah. I was I went and watched the game on the road, and I'm like, holy smokes, Blenheim, they picked up some junior B defenseman who's nuts. Bans, and I'm like, yeah, he's a dog out there. I'm watching this, and I'm like, Wait, who's this goalie? And my buddy tells me he's like, oh, he's a Saginaw. Like they called this kid up. Like he's nuts, Tristan. And I'm like, all right, we'll see how he is. <laughs> sure enough, I'm looking round one. This guy's putting a big fat egg on this Blenheim team that's strong. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna. I'm not looking forward to playing this guy. And sure enough, we came up to you. Like, what's going through your head when you're facing all these? Like you even said to me. The quality of Essex shots versus Blenheim shots, it's its a different ratio. Oh, it's what's it's crazy. What goes through your head? Like, uh, does does that really make or break a goalie when you get into those 40-plus shot games? Actually, I mean, like, the way I see it, the more pucks, the better. Because nothing really goes through my head. It's just kind of second nature, right? Mm. Like, you don't really think. You just kind of do, right? Mm. So, I mean, you're getting pumped. Uh, you're getting a shot a minute or two shots every couple – 30 seconds, whatever, right? You're not really thinking. Like, we've had a couple of those slow games against Wallaceburg where you see, like, 
10 15 shots oh, yeah and a lot of them are dumpings from the red i'm sure you guys would know <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, a lot of them like they aren't such high quality shots like they're not lakeshore essex shots right and it's actually i find it harder to stay focused in those games so when i'm seeing eating those 45 50 essex shots i mean that's what i live for i love that mm-hmm. oh well too also when you have all those shots too it kind of allows you to like get into a little bit more of a groove right like it allows you yeah. to kind of lock in and then like like you had said when you get those 10 15 shots game and seven of those shots are from center ice yeah like a lot of the times though those are the games where you let in the softy right because you're not used to the freaking you're just standing there with your feet fucking freezing like sucks yeah. that's exactly what i mean i had one of those uh little muffins squeak in one time and <laughs> Yeah, hopefully never again, but is what it is. <laughs> That's going to happen. But what made you want to be a goalie in the first place? Oh, geez. Uh, that's kind of a tough one. I think it uh, has to go back to instructional hockey back in the Timbits days and where everyone gets a turn with the, the nice yellow goalie pads. And <laughs> I was just itching to get those pads on. And I don't know what it was, but it just clicked. It's just those yellow pads went on and never came off. Mm-hmm. I think it was the uh, I'm not I'm not even gonna lie I think it might have been the idea that I don't have to skate all game and then yeah a little that I realized that now it's a lot more tiring than I thought it was it's, mm-hmm. got all those pictures downstairs hanging up of me just actually on my butt mid game <laughs> that's so how I liked it yeah that's awesome that's, that's how it was I mean hey I mean I don't regret it though there's there's those couple times where I kind of wish I was that player and like those gritty playoff series. You wish you're just in the action. You're not 200 feet away, right? Mm-hmm. But, uh, I don't regret it. Definitely, just, definitely. Just skate it. all the way, man. It only costs you two yeah, minutes. Hey, it only costs you two two minutes across the red line. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, I I want you to talk a bit about um like what your family does with uh, billeting and stuff like that and also talk a bit about you have a pretty cool uh building story of someone who billeted near you in sarnia uh yeah so uh we a couple of years ago when uh the sarnia staying at the goalie ethan langevin he's a whitby boy played for the whitby wildcats ajax pickering they're in the uh ojhl Mm. and uh he was i think a sixth round draft pick to this thing and uh, he was playing here. He moved in with us. We took him in as a billet. I was one of the coolest experiences. Like, just to billet alone. Because, like, I, I was still 14, 15 at the time, right? So, like, we have this OHL guy living with us. Look up to him. Like, holy shit. Like, this guy's God, right? Yeah. Uh, of all all players, too, it's a goalie. Goalie mm-hmm. looking like a goalie. So, like, I think that first year, I really may, may have annoyed him a bit. Just bombarded him with questions and <laughs> skills and tips and what all the gear's like all the free gear they got he's always coming home with new stuff and we were like oh my god he's like royalty right <laughs> so really looked up to him that billet was that was so cool i mean unmatched we haven't done that anymore ever since he aged out um so just kind of gone back to normal mm-hmm. it's awesome which, which didn't even feel like normal because he was living with us for three four years right so yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's like so, a big brother yeah 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 seriously it was especially still being in those younger years like I looked up to that guy a ton. So you you grew up in Sarnia, but you're in Moortown now, or do you uh, guys yeah, still so, reside in Sarnia? Yeah, I was born in Mississauga, okay. and then came to Sarnia when I was little. Like I, I was less than a year old, I think. 
and came to Sarnia. I still live in Sarnia, but played in more towns about a 15 minute drive. Like it's really not too bad. Oh, okay. I didn't realize they were that close. So dumb me. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> you maybe pushed the speed a little bit. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I, I didn't realize I was not on 10 and two all the way there. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, funny. no, I didn't realize it was uh, that close either, Ant, because I had said uh, to Ant online, I'm like, hey, that that um, game six between Essex and Moortown, I'll live stream it. Then I get there and I'm like, oh, shoot, it's given me like, hey, whatever, welcome to the United States. And I'm like, that is the worst part. I can't do anything. I'm like sitting there. I'm like, well, I can't even text Ant right now. Yeah. <laughs> what am I going to do? But um, talk going to going to that situation, just just. I, I don't want you to sewer your team, obviously, or anything, but just share your opinions and thoughts on how the tail end of that series went with Essex. Uh, tail end, I mean, it's actually funny because you guys all know, and I'm sure everyone who followed the series knew uh, that last game, we didn't even know about it. Like, we were out, fair and square. Essex won the series. In my opinion, did that really matter? If he scored a goal, maybe. Assist is an assist, and I, I, I mean... Who's checking that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I I heard something about it's on the GMs to track and that. Um, but, I mean, from a Morton standpoint, yeah, that's awesome. Like, we, we oh. back and we're still alive. We're still kicking, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, oh, hey, we're pumped. And I don't know. So, I don't, we got to that game six. And I I think it was almost like a mindset issue. Like, we were, we were already in that mindset. Like, oh, look, the season's done. We're looking forward to that last practice with the pizza and everything, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we come back and we got this game six now the next day. We didn't even realize we were on the bus on the bus ride home, got to Moortown. I'm at the back, like I was laying on the bags or whatever. And I was, I was out cold. I woke up and I heard some guys like all screaming and howling, like, oh, we're playing another game. And I was like, oh yeah, like, oh, we got our red versus white Moortown game at the end of the year. And then uh, when I'm unpacking my bags or GM was like, yeah, so you ready for game six? And I was like, uh, <laughs> I thought we lost four. He's like, oh, well, good chance it's being reversed so i mean like i said more town standpoint it's pretty awesome that we got that back Mm -hmm. in the grand scheme of things the only thing that i didn't really like about it is by the league making a game six go down i'm like you're kind of creating a hostile environment like the teams you guys were kind of at it whole bunch of shit went down at the end of game five right like i just didn't want to see anybody fucking hurt or something over something stupid right like yeah and and that that was the thing so to me the league should have what they should have done is the league should have said okay whatever happens happens something fucked up halsey should have just been cut in half to one game your guy there if they wanted to reduce it they shouldn't just wipe seven games off the board to me the match goes but the official one sticks like the one with with yeah, the ref should sure. stick because to me the referees didn't or sorry the league didn't back the refs like no, I, I saw like that not, in one episode too yeah like not yeah. in the slightest and that was to me that was a slap in the face to the ref so but i but i was like man game six i wanted to go but i had to work but i was like shit because yeah. i knew it was going to oh. be good uh, and was- you should have it was i thought we were going to get shut out it was it was so bad i was like I, because I, I had talked to you that night and I was like, or even prior to that, I was like, man, I, I'm rooting for this guy now in the net, but I'm like, I'm yeah. standing next to <laughs> the the GM of Essex because he was allowed to be there by league rules. He just couldn't visit the room or anything. Yeah. yeah or I mean, associate with... How, how does the suspension work for that? Like, he, he can be with the team, but not 
with the team. He just right? can't exactly. go in the room. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because so it makes a difference. We're we're all I'm standing there watching and like, oh, there wasn't a peep. It was such a like we were gripping the rail that goes around the arena. We're like, we're gonna get shut out. Like the, the shots every period were like twelve to four the first period, second period seventeen to ten. And it's like John was lights out in that just the first one that broke the ice was our our guy who had scored like every game the first goal uh Goovy Austin oh, Goovy yeah, yeah. that yeah. is he that sixteen year old too yeah yeah he's a sniper yeah, man. that guy is a sniper he he beat me a couple times actually um I think that game two with like five minutes left in the third tied it up blocker side I think he got one game five the game winner the second goal for you guys blocker side yeah he's got a hell of a shot he yeah, that did, one that's his bread and butter. Up. Especially mm-hmm. as a sixteen-year-old, I mean, from my my the way I see it, you guys will be lucky to still have them next year. I was literally you took yeah. the words right out of my mouth. I was just gonna say I don't think we're gonna have them. Next I think year. you guys had them for one around. year, and that was it. Yeah, from inside from inside sources, there's he's he's going to a much higher level than what he's playing right now. Yeah, he's he uh that kid, and he's tall too. He grew. Yeah, no, he's a big kid. Right into his body his and uh, his that. That movie put on the one D-Man, I was like, oh, I'm like, just, yeah, just, <laughs> just let one in, John. Just let it be this one. Just a beauty barring in. He always likes that, the blocker side from that left circle. But, um, yeah. so moving on, the start of this year, uh, I guess it would have transpired during the summer. How does it work out that you get a phone call from the Saginaw Spirit. Talk about that experience. Uh, yeah, so that was pretty sweet, too. So actually, the Saginaw came after. I had a little, uh, I went to the Sarnia Stings camp here uh, oh. in the summer. And then Saginaw came a little little later after. It was the uh, assistant GM from there, Brian Prout, who reached out to uh, my old man, came home from school one day. And it was still like the August time where guys are at the NHL camps and that. Like, I think Lennox was with the Islanders and Hope mm. was with the Red Wings, right? Um, so I went back, I went down to Saginaw for a little bit there, got to practice with the teams. They set me up with a billet down there, stayed down there for a bit and was fortunate enough to play in a game against Flint. And that was, uh, that was quite the experience. Definitely one, definitely one that's high up there. Won't, won't be forgetting anytime soon, but, um, just, it, it was such a sweet experience. Something I didn't really expect either. Like I was never drafted, right. Overlooked in the mm-hmm. draft. I missed most of my draft year with an injury. Uh, so I kind of got looked over, but I mean, there's ways around that. There's guys you hear about who get picked up as free agents and mm-hmm. still get their chances. So, I mean, that was, that was definitely something special. I was super, super pumped for that. That's awesome. Yeah. There's always a way when it comes to oh, being yeah. a goalie, there's always yeah. a way teams yeah. need goalies and there's only two per squad. So mm-hmm. exactly. So how did it go when you're one? Uh... Did you win? Yeah, we won. So it was actually uh, a split game. And uh, their other goalie, Brett Fullerton, um, awesome dude, great goalie. I played against him in AAA. He played for the Burlington um, Eagles there and wicked goalie. So uh, he was with Saginaw. They sent him back down to the Maroons after, but I mean, like they got two NHL goalies there, right? Like they got some studs in their net. So uh, we were playing in Flint actually, and they were up one nothing or sorry. Yeah, one nothing. And uh, about halfway through, they're like, okay, you're going to, you're going to go in and get some ice. I was like, Oh, we're probably like, Oh shit. Like (laughs) I thought I was just here to kind of observe and soak it all in. Right. And they're like, yeah, we'll go soak it in from the ice. So (laughs) we got out there and held my own, didn't let any through. So 
I was pretty Ooh. bummed with that. It wasn't a ton of shots, like 10 shots or something, but it was just kind of, I got in there and shaky feet. And like you said, at the start of games, like once you get those couple quick shots, you're kind of in that groove and kind of mm. settled in. So once I actually got onto the ice and I'm just able to do my thing, it just kind of settled in a bit. And So how do you find from the net being in, now you've played a game in the O to games in junior C, like how do you find, like they got to be so different, right? And yeah, it's funny you say that because um, I think one of our my first games back was against Wallaceburg when I came back from Saginaw. And um, I think it was like first or second shot of the game. Just t- t- terrible goal that went in. But it Muffin. went in. It was just still adjusting from the speed because, I mean, like when we were in, like down there, it's just like bang, 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 yep. bang, like pass, 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 shot, shot, shot. And the quality of the shots too, right? Mm-hmm. Like you've got these guys who are all drafted by NHL teams and just ripping lasers at you. Oh my god, cannons! And uh, <laughs> in a way, like it almost helps you. You're used to those higher speed, higher quality shots. So when you mm-hmm. go back to seem, or you'd think like, oh, this will be a breeze, whatever, right? Like I'm used to these high speeds, high quality, lower mm-hmm. speed, lower quality would only make it easier. But I actually felt it was harder when I came back, just adjusting from that speed. But once I kind of adjusted a bit, got back into the groove there, so. Mm-hmm. what but i always it was, found it was definitely different like just the speed like one of the things i always found nuts with guys in net is like when you're in net and there's they're slinging it around at the point and there's shots coming yeah. from the point and everything and you got like traffic out front and this and that like i find when like you guys are down sometimes it's just like shots are coming through and like you guys can't see it it's just is the puck gonna hit you yeah or not like is yeah, that like one of those it. things that it's just you just kind of just have to hope that the puck just hits you yeah, and well, I mean, especially someone like myself, I'm I'm a little bit on the smaller side. Like I'm still under six foot. A lot of these guys, six four, six five. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at the same time, there's a positive like being that small. I can kind of get down, try mm-hmm. to see traffic, see through the legs, right, and hope it hits me. But at the same time, I don't take up as much net as some of those like six four, six five towers do, right? So right for sure. Yeah, you could tell the difference. Advantages and disadvantages, but definitely wish I still had a little more size there, right? (laughs) Yeah, you could you can tell in the difference in their style of play, right? Like the great big tall ones, when the pucks get moved at the point, like you said, Ant, they'll stand up and look above the traffic Mm. before they drop into the butterfly. Other ones, they're crouched down, trying to look between knees and especially with when guys know how to shoot low, right? And they're looking for tips. So Yeah, exactly. Like uh Saginaw's actually playing Sarnia right now. Uh-huh. So I've been going to the games in the starting yet and just watching like Lennox and Gaudreau play. Like those are two of the best goalies in the O, in my opinion. And I think stats and numbers and history, they speak for itself, right? And just watching Lennox, like he's a big dude. Like he's just towering over guys. He, he's not having to look around. He just looks kind of over them and mm-hmm. wicked goalies. Like that, that I love just watching them learning, picking up new things. Like they're both phenomenal goalies. So, so who, who are you? Uh, sorry, I was going to ask, who are you pulling for then? Oh, you got, you man, got a I bit mean, to like in both teams here, but yeah, kind of in a gray area. It's just kind of whatever happens. I'm kind of content with, I mean, starting your boy, right. Growing up mm-hmm. almost born and raised here. So growing up playing Lampton AAA my whole life. And so, I mean, kind of leaning towards the hometown team, but kind of yeah. leaning towards the team that gave me that chance. And that I spent more time with, right. Mm-hmm. So kind of just whatever happens, happens. So good. We'll um, see. So, obviously, when you're in that, the puck's always hitting you and this and that. Yeah. Besides your nuts, obviously, 
Where's the worst spot to get hit by a puck? Oh, hands down, collarbones, shoulders, collarbones. Yeah. The worst. You would think that they would make it so it would be like extra padding kind of. Yeah, like uh, you got the neck guard kind of goes across the upper area, goes from kind of like shoulder to shoulder along the collarbones. But do you some guys, wear the one wear that... like those plastic yeah. danglers? Do you I wear used that? To. I got a chirp a little bit for us. So I was like, you know what? Snip, snip, snip. Off of it. Keep up the style, right? They were then fucking chirping you for it? Oh, yeah. I mean, a couple of guys, they get uh, razzed about it. Just, oh, you don't be a sissy about it. Take it off. And and then you say, how about you fucking stand in the net? <laughs> yeah, yeah like, there you go. <laughs> like, uh, Flurry actually... still wears it. Yeah. yeah it is. Oh, yeah. There was one I actually caught right when it came off, like a week into it. Uh, I was skating with Moortown. It was in the middle of a game too. Like right in this, it wasn't like at the front or the collarbone. It was like right in the side of the neck and it was just pounding. It's like mid play too. So you kind of just get down and you're like wheezing, but you can't just lay there. Right. So you kind of just got to muscle through it. And once you get like, you ask any other goalies, they take one up there. You don't forget the pain. Oh man. I could just, I'm just lucky. Like didn't get me straight on the throat or anything. Right. But yeah, like, what do you do? Just kind of, like, duck your head down a little bit when the shot yeah, kind of okay. comes like that? Like, what Something are you supposed to like fucking that. do? Especially the, way, especially the way some of these kids are shooting nowadays, too, man. Like, these kids got yeah. cannons. So, speaking of that, who? what's one of the harder shots you face? Like, ooh. Like, who is it oh, who rips geez. them? Uh, from, what, Moortown? Just, just anywhere, man. We'll say the PJHL for yeah, now. Some, yeah, someone who shot and you were like, holy shit, that was a heavy shot. Um, I gotta say that Goover, Goovermont, Goovermont, yeah, yeah. I'll say it, him, that boy can shoot, especially for only being 16. Like he's still a young one. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, there, I think, uh, 19 on Wheatley, Catano, Catano, Braden Catano. Yeah. Yeah. That boy can shoot too. Carvalho. Yeah. Car- there's a, yeah. there's a couple guys in 27 on the flags. Uh, Gavin Black, real mm. tough dude. He's, a, he's actually uh, in the fire program with me at Lambton. Uh, real stand-up dude, great character, great teammate. That boy can shoot, tough as nails, big dude. I've uh, I've taken some like even right in the gut too. Like we've got these big chest protectors now, right? You're like you're still like oh, you get one in the sternum, still knocks the wind out of you. And Jesus, fuck that. A couple heavy though, heavy shots there. Yeah. <laughs> so when you're facing heavy shots like this, and obviously like you mentioned earlier, it's a lot of work to be a goalie. Talk a bit about what you do for your training regime and like keeping yourself in shape. What does that look like, especially for a goaltender? Uh, If I got to be honest, mostly this year, the fire school's been kind of what's keeping me in shape. Like it's, it's a lot of running, cardio, flexibility. So we're like, we have gym three, four times a week. Well, not really Mm -hmm. gym, fitness classes, like a passing grade. You need to, just to get 10 on the beep test just to pass right like okay a lot of cardio so i mean most of my workouts come from there uh before that i had a uh, hockey specific workouts like just from trainers and then like going down to saginaw right you can still take some of those things back mm-hmm. uh, like your pre-game activations on your hips and groins knees whatever like the important parts for goalies right okay so, yeah i think definitely taking away stuff like that definitely improves your game uh, especially as a goalie like half half the battles physical mm. and the other half's mental right so exactly I mean, that physical component mm. learn how to get properly loosened up that way you're not getting hurt especially like when you start playing a lot of the minutes too uh i definitely felt myself getting tired between school and hockey and then mm. like class it's game game rest game game rest or like exactly if, like when we played you guys i think it was what like uh 
Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, it was a yeah. weird schedule. Five days. Exactly. Yeah. Like even that game one and Tuesday. So uh, we, uh, I had my lot. So we have uh, like for fire school, we have our long days, like our training days, and then like mm-hmm. lecture days and that. So Tuesday was one of my training days. So I spent five hours doing these structure fires at school, completely wiped. I uh, got in the car, drove myself down to Essex, still got like smoke and soot on me. <laughs> got to Essex, hopped in the shower, threw my gear on and uh, kind of went from there, grabbed a meal on the way. And, uh, it was still one of my better games this year. So yeah, I mean, stole yeah. a game. Holy yeah. smokes. Yeah, uh, That was kind of the ongoing joke with some of the guys on the team is we got to go light some houses on fire before the game. <laughs> And see what happens. That's funny, man. <laughs> what about what about food? Is there any certain like freaking pregame meal yeah, that you like? Or uh, like, I'm not too crazy superstitious or anything. But lately, what I found is working. And props to my mom for this. She always used to cook like a ton of chicken breast at one time and sweet potatoes too. Love sweet potatoes, like one of my go-to things. And she would freeze them and just stockpile them in the freezer. So. I just take one out, throw it and throw it on the counter, let it defrost and take it with me for games on the bus or eat it before home games and some green beans. And that was kind of it. Love it. And then the odd time uh, when there wasn't any chicken around or anything, I was getting these Tim's rice bowls. Lights. Tim's rice. Oh, good. That was actually the one on the way to Essex the one day straight from school, right to the Timmy's and rice bowl. It was. That's nice. Yeah. Lights out. That's so I, I wanted to ask you, is there any player uh, in the NHL that you modern your, like pattern your game after? Uh, I like to watch uh, Saros from Nashville a lot mm. just because just like the build, right? Like he's small school in the NHLs and I'm, I'm one of the smaller guys, right? So seeing how those smaller guys succeed at those higher top notch levels, see what I can learn from them, how to incorporate it into my game and see what I can do with that, right? Like, you, they, they all have different play styles. Some like Vasilevsky, who's quick, yeah. agile, and also um, tower, right? Yeah. So you look at Saro, someone a little smaller, kind of try to model my game after him, see what he does, try, try it myself, see what works, see what doesn't. Well, that's that's a guy to do it. He's a perennial Vesna candidate. He's, he's even at whatever, 510, right now, and almost Dude. got him, almost got him into the playoffs, but... Whatever. Speaking of the NHL, are you a Leafs fan? No. Oh, no. Thank God. If you were, interview over. Very, like? very much against the Leafs. I'm actually a Bolts fan, so. Oh, yeah. Okay. A little, little backstory on that, actually. So living in Sarnia, I actually told Tristan about this one. Yep. Um, Stammer played for the Sarnia Sting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so when he was playing for the Sarnia Sting, his billet family was our neighbor. Oh, and to live off this pond and so every winter this pond would freeze over and some of these sting guys all come down with stammer like stammers there too we're all on the pond i'm like three four years old just getting into hockey right and so i'm still like pushing my pylon around sitting in the net with my yellow goalie pads on and these guys are all messing around so we still have pictures of us on the pond together and that so when he got drafted to the lightning i mean I just like, look, this is my role model. This is this team. So it's my team too now. Mm-hmm. They just kind of stuck. So it's That's definitely sick. been a, an enjoyable past couple of years being a Lightning fan. Getting oh, yeah. Back to back cups. I, I hear the bandwagon comment a lot, but I like to give the story to back it up a bit. So, yeah. And what, what can anybody story. say to you with a backstory like that? And, and pictures to prove it, right? Yeah. So, That's sick, man. Yeah. That's so awesome. Uh, yeah. 
I wish I was a little older to kind of retain some of those memories a little better and remember them a little more. But so while we're on it, then do you think they're going to knock out the like Leafs in the first round or what? Like, how uh, do you, like, how do you think uh, this is going to go? I don't go? know. I mean, <laughs> given the Leafs kind of little past history and their curse going right now, I'm mm. hoping that plays a role. But uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough one for them. I mean, you look at April. I think they went like two and four, two and five. Mm-hmm. They've been a walking band aid this these past couple of weeks. Like guys all banged up and. But so they I have Andre Vasilevsky though. I, I was just <laughs> gonna say that too, not to be too biased or anything. But, but it seems uh, that he just flips a switch. Right? Oh, Vasilevsky's nuts, man. These goalies can steal series, so. Mm-hmm. Look at Tristan over there, hockey guy. You know he's a hockey guy. Everybody squirting the bottle of Gatorade. Bottle still. <laughs> but man, just like yeah, I, I I agree. I said like I just did my bracket today, and I did obviously Tampa Bay in seven. Like it's a game seven curse that, for Toronto. That was so. my exact same Tampa Bay in seven, just like last year. Yep, hundred mm-hmm. percent, man. That's what it's going to be, and you already know it's going to be like a two to one game in game seven because Vasi's yeah. lights out, and Toronto's going to have fifty shots, and Tampa's going to have yeah. like 15, 20. Yeah, and it's going to be like a Braden Point OT breakaway. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Just like last year, it was, I think, like of all guys, Paul, who got two goals in one game, and it was a 2-1. Win. They always pick up that one guy at the deadline yeah. who's like they're – this year, they went a little bit overboard in getting Janot. They gave up yeah, like I was, crap that out of picks. Was, uh, but... Yeah, back to the Nashville thing. That was iffy. I mean, I wasn't too sure about that one. But you got hurt, too. That big bruiser doesn't hurt, right? Yeah. Yeah, but isn't he out right now? Yeah. I think he scratched for game one, so. Like scratched or hurt? Uh, I think it's more hurt, but they're kind of just. Because that guy's tough as shit, isn't he? Uh, he's a rock. Yeah. He yeah. I think he's, he's, a rock he's very tough. Years, but they got some guys that can, like, to me, like, you throw him with the uh, with the rig and the worm, and to me, you put those three together and just, hey, boys, go out there and bang it up. Like, yeah. what, else, what, yeah. what else do you do, right? Oh man! But the thing is, though, is they could score too, but they will wear you down. And that, you know what? Even back to Moortown, that's how we had to play. Is yeah, we even knew it in the playoffs too. Like it's, I I knew myself I was gonna have to have a couple good games in our special team, and in, against Blenheim, yep. our power play was firing. I think we were just shy of like thirty something percent. Wow. Like we were like 28, 29. Like our power play won us that series by far. I mean, we we went into Essex, and that's an even bigger mountain to climb, right? Mm-hmm. So we knew, like, look, we're going to win these games, and we're not going to be winning 5 nothing unless the game's called back. And uh, <laughs> good, <laughs> good one. You stuck that there. in there, eh? Yeah, <laughs> I had to get that in there. Still don't know how Fucker. that unrolls, but, hey, what a, it is, I'll take what I can get. I was I was actually going to ask the GM, hey, I want that to count as a shutout. Yeah, I was going to say, does that count, count for you? Come on. Yeah, but like, they kept the stats. I, right? Come on. I don't know what's up with that. It makes no sense because, yeah, like, it's, everyone uh, got to keep their goals. Yeah. Liam got an assist in a game he should have been suspended. It's like, what? Okay. Hey, I know. But, hey, more town side, I don't mind that we got that game back, right? Oh, of course not. not. Good but dude. anyway, yeah, like back to the Essex thing, we knew like our it's going to be our special teams. And I like I said, more town, we, we like to get caught up in the rough stuff. We like to try to wear teams down. So we find ourselves in penalty trouble sometimes. And I think that's where it hurt us a bit. You guys got some power play goals there. And then we kind of got down a little bit. and. <laughs> Dude, unraveled that game six. You were your penalty kill. Holy smokes, you were literally the penalty kill. Essex had like eight power plays, and John's facing five shots every 10 seconds. It's ridiculous. Yeah, Moortown's a small rink, too. So, you teams like Essex, Lakeshore, those 
those really like refined, talented teams when there's just bang, bang, bang shot. Like I wanted every time face off, win it back, D to D, traffic shot. Yeah. Every time. And it worked. Fuck, it worked, man. I-, I wanted to ask, what went through your head when Arch went for the lacrosse move there, the Michigan? I <laughs> I don't know. I didn't really hear it. And then uh, I it was actually one of my defense. I can't remember who they were just yelling up, 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 up. And so I kind of looked and I saw this guy like looking behind me. This guy's like trying to scoop it up. And I was like, oh, come on. So I just tried to get across. And like I said, right, I'm a little guy. Like I'm not getting my head up there. So mm-hmm. I just kind of like punched for that top corner, hoping like I'm going to hit it or something. But I'm like, God, no, please not. I'm glad he didn't pull it off because I didn't want to look <laughs> oh. silly, right? I didn't want to be that guy online getting scored on from a on the fucking highlight yeah. reel. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no way. I didn't even think he had the balls to do it because, like, you got to be kidding me. Like, I was gonna say that. I was gonna say that too. If that went in, I was gonna ask Tristan if he can add that to my highlight reel too. <laughs> hey, listen, man, I've got enough clips and footage. I'm gonna make you one, and we're gonna put it out on oh, YouTube. Because, like, dude, it was come listen, and you should have seen like game game one. Every clip, I'm like are you kidding me? Like lateral movement. It's a two on O. Yeah. And this guy's coming across with the blocker, just wide open net. It was, it was crazy. There was one had save you made. That was crazy. Like wide open net. And I, I couldn't believe it. Like it was a slap shot. You made yeah. it big rebound. And the second one, your left pad just came across. And I was like, yeah, I think it, it was a two on one or something. Right. Dude, it was crazy. Yeah. The one guy, he kind of pulled back and like, he did like a like a toe drag, let the yeah, shot off, and the rebound just came out. Crazy stuff, man. But I also wanted to ask you, speaking of that, what is your most clutch save that you've made in your whole lifetime? What do you feel is like save. the oh, save? Um, uh, I think going back. So when I was like minor major Adam I played in the states for um Macomb Mustangs and that was in the Little Caesars League so like we were playing against Compuware and Caesars and some of those other teams and it was actually in the state final against uh Team Aurora I think they were and uh I got my dad actually got a picture of it he used to be a photographer for the team just kind of like a little side thing like why not right and it was uh, in overtime we ended up losing this game still but it kept the game alive to get us to overtime in the third period. We were like down shorthanded or something. And I was like full on my stomach with my paddle on the ice with the puck sitting in front of that paddle at like right from that save. So I think like with evidence, probably that one, but uh, even going back, like I think game six against Blenheim and it was like our game five against Blenheim where our series was tied two two. We just won the game. There was like two and a half seconds left. We were in Blenheim play it's one hostile place to play man let me tell you i mean when they packed oh, yeah. that one place they had like it's a one-sided arena right so yep. it's all on one side <laughs> i think they had like 950 people in attendance and they got that mascot yeah. too oh i've had these little kids behind my net man with keys on the glass just driving like nuts yeah it's like you're in a fishbowl yeah and uh anyway so there's just a scrum. I didn't even know what was happening. It's just kind of like everyone's crashing the net, right? Like two and a half seconds left. They had like four guys in front of me and two to their, like they had that Spence guy and I think Prudum, two of the heaviest shots out there. And uh, so they just rifled one. It kind of, it actually, I'd left a mark on my back. I was kind of turned around, wasn't even facing it. And I felt a slap shot in my back. It just kind of just knocked the wind out of me. I don't know if it's like a clutch save because it was more like an accidental save 
but it got us that win to game six and then we ended up getting the series so i like that one and that's awesome I had, I had the evidence for a while to show you but oh, i think you close. stole that series yourself man yeah, yeah thank you. Series it's, it's sure. though, like i said our power play was clicking all series so man for us gardner he's quite the player yeah I'll give it to him uh, he's quite yeah. the player he started off the year hot. I think he was dealing with a little injury or something throughout the year and kind of went dormant a little bit and then playoffs. And this is what I was kind of expecting too. Like he was one of our overagers, right? Mm. And I said, our overagers are going to come out this playoffs and just ball out for us. And sure enough, he did. Like I think Blenheim had like 12, 13 points or something in six mm. games, like averaging two points a game and like eight, eight or nine of them like power play too, right? So mm. that's crazy. Even then. So, so he, he, like, especially he's got that heavy left, he's got the C, right? So mm-hmm. leading the team like that and leading by example definitely kind of sparks a fire in everyone on the team. So, yep. Yeah, yep. I definitely know. I definitely respect him as a player. He did, he did very yeah. well for you guys all series. Yeah. Like, oh, he yeah. scored, I think he had that game winner game one, I want to say, I or was think, it Flett? No, I think he had the first and Flett had the second. Okay. It was like but, some weird redirect off some guy's butt or something. Like, <laughs> I, just, I don't know. Yeah, I felt bad for I him. I was happy it was, when it. It was it was through a screen and it just went up above his shoulder. And he's like, yeah, but whatever stuff happens, right? Like you said, oh, it'll yeah, happen absolutely. in the in the crease. You never know. Like, and just you talk really about don't. what what does the future hold for John Chartrand? Like, what are you, are you hoping to return uh, to Junior C? Is it maybe going up to the O, Junior B? What's what's the deal? I mean, I think uh, obviously the O would be lights out right but yeah, yeah i mean something i don't know like most guys but for me myself i like to focus on my education and that right and life down the line like i don't see myself going all the way like nhl right so you start to think about your post-secondary what you're going to do for the next 30 years of your life right and obviously i've started to pursue fire so uh i'm going back to lambton for second year of fire school and so i mean more towns here legionnaires are here but I don't know. Like I, I made a lot of friends in Moortown. Like that place ended up being a brotherhood. So, I mean, mm-hmm. like we were like a family there. It was unreal. Like always hanging out together, going out and we were all super tight. So, I mean, I, I loved playing there. The most fun year I've had in hockey. So, I mean, definitely really considering going back to Moortown and hopefully if I get some calls for the camps for Saginaw or Sarnia the summer, I'd hopefully be going there and mm-hmm. camp, see if any teams reach out. Mm-hmm. I yeah, mean, obviously having that uh, rather decent playoff run too. Hopefully that helped a bit. Oh, I think it I'm did. I'm sure Especially you're going to get the invite back to Moortown. Listen, I'm going to tag every GM in the OHL and be like, <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah, take out the specs. Have a look at this kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you got to scooch aside that brochure guy, right? The, you might know. Oh, him. man. Brett, when you said, dude, as soon as you said Soros, I'm like, man, Brett would be singing your praises. Because when I talked to him last yeah. summer, he's like, I watch a lot of sorrows. Yeah, I, remember. I remember you mentioned you were uh, cousins with Brett, right? So yeah, and you know what? He's and I, yeah, that's actually another goalie I like to watch too. Like I'd go to the nights and the starting games because like the battle of the four hundred two is a big deal. Oh yeah, it is. It's, it's a big deal. Like that yep. was the only time Sarnia was selling out. People were like fighting at the door, green jerseys against yellow jerseys. Yep. There's always police at the games. It was like game six of Moortown, right? And uh, and a good matchup too, like Benny Gaudreau and and world Brett, junior, two world junior gold medalists for Canada, yeah. right? Yeah, they're fantastic. You can't beat that. Like so, Gaudreau is he's a San Jose has his rights, right? I feel like yeah, he, yeah, he played AHL games already. 
I don't think he has. He hasn't even no? signed yet, which I mean, I was wow. kind of shocked. Okay. Though, but yeah, yeah. And then well, like watching Brochu too, like, and I mean, like he he came from Dresden, right? Like he was a junior C mm-hmm. guy. He was there yep. when Dresden had that like phenomenal year. They were like third place or something. Like they had some studs there. Him, one of them. So just seeing that guy who was in junior C make that jump to junior A, right? I mean, I'd definitely like to look at that and hopefully something can come of that one day, right? Get that exposure you need and hopefully like get to another camp and go from there, right? Yep. Wouldn't be a surprise at all, man. I like just watching you play, it's it was an honor. You were stellar. Like I watched Brett that year play and like stealing series. And it, I thought it was going to be the same thing all over again. I was just like, please no. Like, of course it has to be a good goalie we run into in the second round. Like, oh, I was yeah. worried. I'm not going to lie. I was, like, kind of happy when I saw Moortown 1. I, this is before I even knew of you. I'm like, what the heck? Okay, Blenheim just laid an egg. So, yeah, yeah. we get Moortown. And then I'm like, my buddy's like, no, no, no. You don't want Moortown. I'm like, why? And he's like, you're going to get goalied. And I'm like. By who? I'm like, I at six one, like six to two though. And he's like, No, 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 no. That was their other guy. He says they got John Chartran. And I'm like, Yeah, sure enough. I think I missed one. actually all three Essex games because you guys have those Tuesday night home. Yep. Tuesday nights in Essex, right? And those are my long days for school. So I mean, like, I was coming, but I was backing up. Look, I was already dead. I've already been outside for eight, nine hours today and fires and that, right? So like I'm gassed. I just want to go to bed. So I mean, I was just riding the bench for those games. I think I played two of the home games against Essex too. One of them, I think I sat one of them. It was the very last one of the year going into playoffs, right? So just kind of mm-hmm. that extra little rest. So I only played you guys twice during the regular season. And uh, so definitely coming into playoffs. And I'll, coming off that Blenheim high too, right? Like I think I saw 315 or 320 shots in six games. So <laughs> this guy's... I, was, I was looking at the... Uh, like 50 shots a game. That's ridiculous, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking at the rankings after the first round. And I think there was only like two guys who played more than six games. So they actually went to game seven. Like we beat them in game six, right? But I was still like 180 shots ahead of them or something. So it was uh, coming off that high. And I mean, like I said, like I live for that, right? Like I love those nights where I'm getting peppered. I'm gassed. I, I'm sleeping the second my butt hits that seat on the bus. Like, yep. Holy fuck, boys. That's... Block a shot for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, and actually, funny you say that. They're, they've been good with that. Like, even yeah. that D1 when we stole in Essex. Like, yeah, you guys blocked a lot of guys, shots. Those guys oh, were warriors out there. Like, we had guys in the dressing room. Like, we had, we ended up leaving Essex so late. Guys just weren't getting undressed. They were just sitting with ice bags and not taking their gear off. Just needed a breather, right? Mm-hmm. So. We had, a, we had a lot of those guys just soaking shots. Like, there's no tomorrow. Yeah, game, like game, game six, Game seven, too. overtime, Stanley Cup final. Mm. Yeah. Same thing yeah. with game six. Like, uh, as again, Essex had all those power plays, and it just seemed yeah. like nothing was working. I was like – and then finally we broke through in the third. I know it was at, like, you were on the wrong side of it. I, I'm not trying to rub that in. I'm just saying, like, it was so relieving. I was like – is it if this is a zero to zero overtime one nothing game? I'm yeah, gonna lose cool. my mind. I did not want a game seven. I, I was know. like, because was... you know, it's John's gonna be absolutely lights out in a game seven. Yeah, I definitely like those elimination games or those tight ones. And uh, just like game two, like we were up one nothing all the way, and like we won game one, right? So going mm. into game two, like, look, if we can get up two nothing on Essex, that is like, even if we lose, you know what? We won back to back against Essex. Mm-hmm. So. 
And uh, game two, it's like five minutes left in the third. We're up one nothing. Every, everyone, like that place was packed too. I think everyone in there was sweating a little bit. And uh, sure enough, you guys got that little a little snipe at the end by that uh, 16-year-old, right? So he, he got him back in and then right into overtime. It was like 30 seconds in, same thing. And yeah, guy fired down and I was like, it's a nice goal. And then saw them all <laughs> right off the ice. I was like, yeah. oh, come on, at least celebrate or something. <laughs> don't, don't they went for the cold celly. Yeah, yeah. Back oh, to yeah, that was when he just left the ice, eh? Yep. Arch. Yeah. He scored and I kind of turned around and the door was open and everyone's like sprinting off the ice and it's like trying to see if I missed something, right? But <laughs> yeah, anyway. That one. Oh fuck, this, man. That was um, slick. Chris, I'm tapped if you have anything else for him. Actually, I have one one more question for you. Um yeah. who's gonna win the cup this year? Uh I, I gotta be honest, I don't think it's Tampa. It's not gonna be Boston. Despite their president's trophy team, they don't win the mm-hmm. cup. Um, I'm I'm thinking the Canes are going to take it this year. Ooh, okay, a little bit of a hot. I, like take. I yeah. see. I would have agreed with you like a month ago, and then yeah. Svechnikov got hurt. Yeah, and then yeah. I'm like, now I was second guessing my bracket, and I ended up. Uh, obviously, it's kind of biased, but like every year I root for them. The stars in the playoffs, just because, yeah. especially now they got Wyatt Johnson, who's a Windsor boy. I mean, Ottinger too, like that guy's. Jake a Ottinger last year versus Calgary. Oh my gosh! I mean, like he was getting those forty-five, fifty shots a game, and Calgary was scoring one goal, and they were a bit of a wagon last year too, towards the end of the year in playoffs. Like they were a scary. Oh, when they and the, the game winner, the, I'll give it to them. I'll give it to them. That game seven, that winner was an absolute snipe. Gaudreau just. He had oh, yeah. this much room. Oh, oh nice head. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But so anyway, they can yeah, ride just... him all the way. That'd be pretty sweet, for sure. We'll see, we'll see. But well, just, uh, do you have anything else for him? No, that's all. Just once again, uh, I want to tell everyone who's listening, like I can't reiterate it enough. This guy is a class act. He yeah. was a very bright spot on that Moortown team. I want to also thank you, John, for caring to. Uh, one of our players, Jack Firth, uh, he has had concussion problems and he suffered a, a hit from behind there. And I noticed right away you skated up and like we're checking on him. And that's that's very much appreciated, man. That shows where your heart's yeah. at and that you care for no one or care for everyone, no matter the emblem on the chest. So yeah, yeah. keep being classy, I mean, man. Hey, we're all we're all kids playing the game we love, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, John, man, honestly, welcome here anytime, bro. Anytime. Thank you for your Appreciate time. You guys, and, seriously. Uh, Dude, this is this has been great, and uh, stay in touch with us, eh? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. We'll hey, we're gonna get you some merch. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, sure. I know I you were down that little hat trick hawk you had. I mean, kind of, kind of like the looks of that. <laughs> might, have to, might have to send. Yeah, you I a got around stuff. some here or somewhere, we'll, uh, but we got we we'll, got hoodies and stuff too. We'll so. we'll shoot the shit off the air on that. But thanks, buddy. Yep. For, yeah, for, absolutely. Yep. All right, guys. Thank you, John. Have a good one. Hey, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Yep. Take it easy.
to say if I could do.